Oh, come on. People get loud at a football game. People get loud at a concert. But we're in the house of God. It's Christmas Eve, and we're hailing King Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> we thank you. Thank you, Lord. You are not just the reason for this season, but it is in you we have breath. It's in you our very next heart beats. And I thank you, Father, that you are filling this room right now with your presence. And Lord, for all the clutter and for all the noise, I'm praying right here, right now, that you would be the center of it all, that every single person's heart will be drawn to you. All hail, Emmanuel. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas. Are you doing good? <laughs> you can be seated just for a moment. And at the end of this service, we're going to make sure, I hope everybody got some candles. Did you all get a candle? Praise the Lord. We had a little bit bit of a mishap last year. Somebody candle got a little too close to their hair, but the good news is we were able to put that fire out quickly. I want to read to you from Isaiah chapter 9, just a few moments, and verse 6. I want you to hear this. This is what Christmas is. For unto us... A child is born. Look at me. For unto us. Not just a select people group. Not just people who are the right colour and what the world considers. Not just a nationality. But unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. How many are glad you know the end of the day, the government is on the shoulders of Christ Jesus the King. Amen. Because if you turn on the news, you could think the government, depending on which government is more powerful in someone's eyes, might determine what's going to happen in this world. But the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called, of all the names, Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. I love this one. The Prince of Peace. Of the increase of His government and of His peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, unto His kingdom. I love this. <laughs> to order it and to establish it with judgment with justice from henceforth and forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I got good news for you today. It's more than just a family gathering. It's more than just the gifts that are given. It's more than just a, a, a festive season. For unto us, a child is born. Jesus took human form not as the mightiest as some would have imagined, but as the most vulnerable and of the weakest. For unto us, 
a child is born. In becoming man, He did not shed the slightest part of His divine nature. The incarnation meant humiliation for Jesus because He was the Son of God. And now He becomes incarnate here on earth. And let me tell you something. It meant the humiliation, but not His degradation. Matter of fact, Douglas McMillan, a Scottish theologian wrote, there was no vacancy in heaven in the Trinity because the Son became man. I just wondered this morning as I shared just a a simple thought. Why is the virgin birth so important? We talk about this story. We sung the song, Mary, did you know your baby boy? would one day be a king. Let me read to you Luke chapter one. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse. In other words, engaged. They were going to get married to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel being come in, said to her, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Can I tell you, Joseph was not the father of Jesus. The angel said, you will conceive a son. Jesus had no earthly father. Somebody say amen. God was his father. Jesus was sinless. The Bible says he who knew no sin, became sin so that you and I could live. Matter of fact, Mary's a little confused. She knows she's a virgin. And now this angel is announcing, you will conceive a child. Listen to what Mary said. How will this be, Mary asked, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And this is what Christmas is. This is Christmas. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Jesus becoming fully man was the greatest act of humility of all time. The virgin birth was essential for sinless, listen to this, humanity to enter this world. If there was an earthly father, that father would have been just like you and I. The Bible says all have sinned. All have fallen short of the glory of God. We are born in sin. We are shaven in iniquity. So there came one from heaven through Mary with God as his father who was sinless. And I want you to hear this. Having no earthly father on this earth, He severed, Jesus severed the lineage from the first Adam. And without father, Jesus was unique among men. Here's another thought of Christmas. When Jesus is in you, he's got to show. I think about Mary when she actually was conceived with this child, incarnate. Through the plan of heaven, why we celebrate Christmas. And I want you to read in Matthew 1, verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. 
His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant, just as we read, through the Holy Spirit. But Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. I want you to think about this. Joseph sees this girl he's going to marry is beginning to show. She's beginning to look pregnant. And he knows, I'm not the guy. I don't know who the guy is, but it wasn't me. So I'm going to put her aside. She's been unfaithful. Could you imagine trying to explain this one out? And I love this thought because let me just say this to you. If you call yourself a Christian, if I'm going to call myself a Christian and Jesus is in me, He's got to show. There's got to be some evidence. He's got to show. Come on, somebody. And I love this now because look what happens. And he considered this, but then an angel appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus and because he will save the people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth a son. And I love this one. His name shall be called Emmanuel. His name shall be called Emmanuel. We know the name Jesus. We know we sing, hark the herald angels sing. I love all the Christmas songs. How many enjoyed the team with those Christmas songs today? I love it all. But here's my third thought for you tonight, this morning. I want to announce to you, Emmanuel. And that word Emmanuel simply means this, God is with us. God is with you in your pain. God is with you in your sickness. God is with you in your suffering. Emmanuel, I want to tell you this Christmas, you might feel like you're alone. I talked to someone just yesterday. He told me that he just lost his father, very, a military man, and he was going to spend Christmas with his dad. I picked the phone up. I rang him. I said, what are you going to do now for Christmas? He said, I don't know. I haven't thought it through. I'm still processing. I said, my friend, you will not be alone for Christmas. Can I tell you something? I want to announce to you, Emmanuel, God is with you in your cancer. God is with you in your divorce. God is with you in the low times. God is with you. He is near. He is not far away. I want to announce this Christmas Eve, Emmanuel, God is with you. And here's the last thought and I'm done. And it's simply this. We live in a world today where there's a whole lot of opinions about life and theories, about culture and what is and isn't acceptable, what is right, what is wrong. So much going on in today's world, even in our educational world and theories that are being espoused today that are nothing short of bizarre, confusing, conflicting, but I want to just say something to you. 
The Bible says that wise men came seeking Jesus. And I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 2 as I close. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. This happened while Herod the king was king of Judea. And after the birth of Jesus, wise men came from the east. I love this. I love that thought, east. We're on the east coast. Wise wisdom is on the east coast. That west coast, it's confused. (laughs) And they came to Jerusalem and they asked, where is the child who is to be born king of the Jews? We saw a star. And one of the roads, we followed it. And now we've come to worship him. And when King Herod heard about it, he was upset. Everyone in Jerusalem was troubled as well. So Herod the king called together all the priests and all the people. And he called all the teachers of the law. And he asked them where the Messiah was going to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. This is what the prophet has written. And he said, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are certainly not the least important among the towns of Judah. A ruler will come out of you. Isn't it interesting that that spot is still one of the hottest spots in the world today? There's no wonder the Middle East and Israel, no wonder there's so much conflict and confusion. This is the birthplace of of the Messiah, and it's still rocking the world today. Could you ever imagine here in the United States going somewhere as an American citizen, of which I am an American, I know I have an Australian accent, but I was born in Queens, New York, kidnapped by aliens, taken to a foreign land, at the age of age, at the age of eight, moved to Australia, but then returned back to the promised land at the age of 35. Could you ever imagine going somewhere in the United States and seeing a sign that says this? Warning, this is, I don't know, let's pick Albuquerque. And we wanna warn you, if you are an American citizen and you enter this area, Chances are you will be shot and killed. Could you imagine that ever happening here in the United States? Well, some might nowadays perhaps imagine that. But it's inconceivable in my mind that that would ever take place. But when you go to Israel and you go into Bethlehem, there are signs that will warn you. This is not an Israeli-friendly territory. Chances are that if you come into this area, Bethlehem, if you are an Israeli citizen, the sign will say, chances are you will be shot and you will be killed just because you're Israeli. My friends, that's the place that's still being fought over today and argued about in terms of ownership and occupancy. That's the place where Christ was born. And it says, and he will rule over the people of Israel like a shepherd. So Herod secretly called for the wise men. He found out exactly when the star appeared and he sent them to Bethlehem. He said, go search carefully for the child. And as soon as you find him, go and he goes, and when you find him, bring a report back to me so I too can go and worship him. Now watch this as I close. And the wise men had listened to the king 
And they went on their way. And the star that they'd seen, one of the rows, went ahead of them. And it finally stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, watch this. When they saw the star, it says, I love what it says. They stopped over the place. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. The wise men went to the house and they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him and they opened their treasures and they gave him gold, frankincense and myrrh. But God warned them in a dream not to go back the way of Herod. So they returned to their country a different way. I said just a moment ago, when Jesus is in you, he's got to show. Let me tell you what I feel or what it means. When Jesus is in you and you see Jesus, you are filled with joy. You've got a joy that the world doesn't understand. And I'm going to tell you that when Jesus is in you, the Bible says they went to the house where Jesus laid. Can I tell you, when Jesus is in you, you are in His house. And I know that today we've got what I call creasters. You know what a creaster is? It's people who come to His house at Christmas and Easter. And I want to say, you're welcome. But I want to encourage you to find yourself more frequently in the house because wise men seek Him. And when He's in you, you are filled with joy and you go to His house. And they saw the child Jesus. And they bowed and they worshipped Him. Listen, they opened their treasures to Him. And here's the last one. They went back different. They went back a different way. And when Jesus is in you, you're different. Can anybody say amen? Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, come on. Come on, give Him praise.